Hello, and welcome to Home Education Today podcast. I'm your host, Chauncey Lynn Childs, and on this podcast, we talk about challenges, concerns, and joys of providing a first-class education for our children at home. We also discuss methods and experiences with successful home educators, give a voice to concerned public school teachers, and anything else that strengthens our ability to teach and guide and direct our kids as autonomous, empowered, and joyful parents. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Here's a question for you. What is more important, your education or your child's education? Now, whether or not you decide to home educate or you just want to improve on um, the intellectual um, interests of your, of your child, you want to create a culture in your home of learning, no matter, no matter what your situation is, you want to take time on the weekends, maybe once a week or something and set some goals, read some books or whatever it is, uh, whatever your interests are. That's the question you need to ask yourself. Is your education more important or is your child's education more important? Well, I'll tell you, in my humble opinion, it's going to be your education. Because if you are going to be the mentor to your child that your child needs, you're going to need to at least stay a little bit ahead of them. Now, I want to talk about what it means, what your education means. It doesn't mean that you are reading, you know, super complicated books or you're becoming an expert in physics or something like that. Really what it means is that you, as a mentor to your child, an educational mentor, an intellectual mentor, that you are teaching your child a pattern for learning. So I'll tell you a little story um, that I related in one of my books about this. Um, I was at a wedding last, uh, last summer with three of my kids, my three youngest children, who uh, are all friends with this young man who was uh, getting married. And we were standing around in between events that day and just kind of shooting the breeze. And my youngest son brought up um, a book that he was reading. And he had asked me for this book. Um, it was kind of an obscure book. It's called The Good Earth. And um, a couple of weeks earlier, he had asked me if I had that book. And, and I told him where I thought it was on our bookshelf, one of our many bookshelves. And evidently he had retrieved that book and had been reading it and he brought it up in this conversation. We're just standing around uh, talking about this and that. And uh, I listened to him and, and he was making comments about how interesting some of the aspects of this book were, was to him. And I looked at him and I said, hey, why, uh, why, why, what made you decide to read that book? Why did you want to read it? And he said, well, you know, when, when Jacob and I were growing up, he and Jacob are, uh, they're four years apart. When we were growing up, um, Jacob read it, and he used to talk about it, and I've always wanted to read it. So I decided I, you know, had this time this summer, and I would just pick it up and do that. And I looked at Jacob, and I said, honey, why did you read that book? Because <laughs> this is kind of an odd book, right? And he, and he gave me this incredulous look, and he said, <clears throat> the reason I read it, Mom, is because you read it, 
And you used to talk about it, how interesting it was, and it made me want to read it, and so I read it. So what happened here was my interest, then we were, what was happening uh, around this time was that our, our, we had another older brother who was serving a mission in Taiwan, and he would talk about China, and I had found this book about 20th century China, history of China, a novel, and, and I had read this book, and I was teaching the kids all about this because we were going to be going on a trip there when he got off his mission. And uh, as a result, my son, Jacob, who, who's not a big reader, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't read for pleasure, picked up the book and read it, and he talked to his little brother, who couldn't have been more than, I don't remember the years, but you know, maybe eight or nine at the time. And he's thought about, our younger son Zeph has thought about that book all this time and decided to read it. That's the kind of culture that develops in a family when learning is loved and learning is exciting and interesting. And it's really, it's so simple that it's hard to believe that something so simple as just you getting excited about something that you're doing and you communicate that and you talk about that with, with passion and enthusiasm that you have to your children and you encourage them and you say you really ought to read this book this is really really fun or you you know what you really ought to try that sport or you know you really ought to try to bake those cookies those cookies are amazing but you should learn how to do it yourself so that you can have that as a skill you know when you get older anything that you have a, a passion or an interest for is something that you should be demonstrating to your children and sharing with them and encouraging them to learn as well when that happens, when that, when that culture starts to brew and it starts to, to grow and it starts to mushroom, what happens is that your children start discovering things that they love and they start introducing you to things that they love and they want you to do it with them. <clears throat> it becomes a very special um, sort of relationship. When learning and the love of learning is what connects you, your interests, and you become very deep your relationship becomes very deep and synergistic. So take this to heart. It, and it doesn't, you know, I hope everybody <clears throat> finds a situation in which they can home educate, finds a way to do it, so that you have as much time with your children as you can have, and that not a moment is wasted getting ready for school or doing homework after school, but that you can have tons and tons and tons of these moments with your child with your children. But if that isn't possible, and I'm not condemning or judging anybody, but if that isn't possible, at least do this on a daily basis. Do it, find, find a time each week where you can just set aside time and talk about the things that you're doing, the things that you're reading, do, and doing some of those activities together. Do at least that much. Turn off the screens and make that time. Hey, thanks so much for listening all the way to the very end. By listening to the entire podcast, you've proven yourself to be the kind of person that is forward thinking and you're concerned about our current culture. And you also believe that you can change the world. I believe that by having these simple discussions that we can really make a big difference in the world, really have an impact. And I hope that you'll share this information with others so that together we really can make a positive change.